0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Are You Freaking Kidding Me podcast with me, Joe Vigiano. Today, I'm going to be talking about the NFL and previewing the upcoming season. I know it's a little bit early, and I don't necessarily like doing it this early, but life happens, and I got some things that I got to uh, focus my attention on that will prevent me from doing an NFL preview podcast right before the season starts. And I understand that right now uh, it's the first week of uh, preseason football, and that a lot can happen, injuries can happen, and that can certainly change the nature of these predictions that I'm about to make. But with that being said, based on how the rosters, rosters are currently, uh, I am going to make some bold predictions and and uh, make some uh, predictions on the playoffs and on who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. So let's get ready for a uh, fun episode of the Are You Freaking Kidding Me podcast. All right, so first and foremost, I'm going to start in the NFC and uh, go division by division and uh, give my prediction on the division winners. Starting with the NFC East, this one uh, pains me to say because I really don't like this team. But I really do think they are the best team in the NFC East. And that is the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it's really hard to argue uh, any point as to how they won't win the division. Especially because they're coming off of winning the conference. Uh, They won the NFC East last year. And the only thing that really goes against them in repeating is history. As it's been a long time... Since an NFC East winner has won back-to-back division titles. So I have Philadelphia winning the NFC East. I have the Giants finishing second. I have the Cowboys finishing third. And I have the Washington Commanders finishing in dead last. Moving to the NFC North... This one is probably my boldest prediction. Um, The winner of the NFC North is going to be the Detroit Lions. Um, Finishing second, the Minnesota Vikings. In third, I have the Chicago Bears. And in dead last, the Green Bay Packers. Moving to the South, NFC South fans don't get too excited this is going to be a uh, dogfight from start to finish for uh, every one of these teams, and honestly, anyone can win that division because they are all god-awful. But I have the Atlanta Falcons uh, winning for, uh, winning the a- NFC South with a 6-11 record. Yeah, that's right. I think they're going to be—the uh, winner of the NFC South is going to have a losing record, uh, which that tells you how I feel about the NFC South. In um, second place, I had the Panthers, who lose based on a based on a tiebreaker to the Falcons. In third, I have the New Orleans Saints, and in dead last, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Moving to the NFC West, the NFC West is going to be a little bit more competitive. Uh, I do think that the 49ers run away with it, but it's more so the middle two teams, the uh, the Rams and the Seahawks will be battling for a uh, in a tight race for second place in the West. And the Cardinals will uh, be the last place finishers in the NFC West. So uh, for the teams that I think are going to make the playoffs, as I mentioned about the division winners, I have the 49ers as the one seed, the Eagles as the two seed. The Lions is three seed, the Falcons, because of their, uh, of their uh, division, winning that division, I have them as the four seed, the five seed, I have the New York Giants, the six seed, the Dallas Cowboys, and the seven seed, the Minnesota Vikings. Moving on to the AFC and where I think uh, the AFC is going to go. So let's start in the AFC East. Winning the division, the Buffalo Bills. In second place, the New York Jets. In third place, the Miami Dolphins. And in fourth place, the New England Patriots. In the north, first place, the Cincinnati Bengals. In second place, the Pittsburgh Steelers. In third, the Baltimore Ravens. And in last place, the Cleveland Browns. In the AFC South, the Jaguars win this one pretty easily. The Titans finish in second. The Colts finish in third. And the Texans finish in fourth. Out West, the Chiefs also win this one pretty easily. The Chargers finish in second. The Broncos, third. And the Raiders in fourth place. So, uh, how I have... That uh, seeding for the AFC side of the playoffs. Number one seed, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, the Cincinnati Bengals. Number four, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number five, the Los Angeles Chargers. Number six, the New York Jets. And number seven, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So before we get into who I think is going to win the uh, Super Bowl and who I think is going to be the two teams representing uh, their conferences in the Super Bowl, uh, let's talk about why I think uh, teams are going to finish where they're going to finish. So Buffalo has been the uh, class of the AFC East uh, for the last few years now. Don't really see that changing. They're a really talented uh, ball club. Josh Allen is the real deal, uh, and he will continue to uh, keep the Bills successful. They will continue to have a a solid regular season as they have the last few years. The Jets, they had a really strong defense last year. That hasn't really changed uh, uh, over the offseason. The only thing that really changed on their offense is that they added a bunch of former Packers, uh, most notably Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so their offense should be good this year. I, I stress the should be good uh, part, but you never know how things are going to go. It is the Jets. The Jets have a history of choking things away. Uh, but I do think that they are a good enough team to at least be a card team. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, Aaron Rodgers certainly makes them a more formidable opponent, especially with how good that defense uh, can be. So, I'm excited to see what the Jets do this year and I think they are uh going to be a wild card team. For Miami, a lot of uh what they do is going to rely on how healthy Tua Tagovailoa is. If Tua is healthy, they could very well make a run at the playoffs. They could be a wild card team. But you can't bank on him being healthy. He hasn't been healthy for an entire season, his entire NFL career. And this also dates back to his senior, his uh, last year of college where he uh, sustained a pretty tough injury in his uh, last go at uh, Alabama. But if he is able to stay healthy, I could certainly see Miami competing for a playoff spot. I can certainly see them uh, pushing teams like the Jets and Steelers out of a playoff spot. Uh, but I do not see them being a team that wins the division. New England, New England's going through a uh, bit of a transition. Uh, I don't see them really being a uh, a full-on force to compete for a wild-card spot, but it is New England, it is Bill Belichick, and it wouldn't surprise me if they actually were competitive. But the AFC has gotten a little bit tougher to uh, to run through, especially the AFC East, so it's going to be really tough for them to uh get a foothold in their division and uh surpass any of the teams that I mentioned ahead of them. In the AFC North, Joe Burrow is injured and I, I do take that into account when talking about uh their early season. Um, if he does miss f- the first few games, it could be tough for the Bengals, but they have enough talent there that once Joe Burrow is back, they can certainly make up ground and, And have a really strong season. So I think they are uh, certainly more than capable of uh, winning that division. And I think they will win that division even if Burrow misses a couple of weeks. So uh, they do have some things they have to shore up. One of the things being their offensive line. They struggled quite a bit last year protecting Joe Burrow. And that could be something that holds them uh, back from winning a Super Bowl. But we'll see. Uh their defense is competitive, but I don't know if they are uh solid enough to uh for their offense to overcome the defensive struggles that they will have over the course of the year. So we'll see. Uh I do feel pretty confident that uh, Joe Burrow does get them to the uh to the playoffs as a division champion. The Pittsburgh Steelers, uh They're a young team. They're a young team, and for as long as Mike Tomlin's been uh, head coach, they've had a winning record. As a matter of fact, they haven't had a record below 500 since Tomlin's been the head coach. That includes last year, which many thought, uh, myself included, would be a struggle for the Steelers. Um, I think they are a good team, Uh, up-and-coming team, that uh, could very well make a run at a wild-card spot. I do not see them winning the division, I don't really see them keeping it too close in the division but uh you never know. Um their defense is solid, their defense will uh, certainly cause teams to turn the uh the ball over. If they're able to get a solid running game and Kenny Pickett makes uh, strides in his second year as a starting quarterback, the Steelers could be a uh, a tough out in the later latter part of the year and in the playoffs. The Baltimore Ravens are a team that looks good on paper. That has certainly uh, been the case the last few years. Uh, They do have a much better receiving quarter than they had last year. But they still have Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. I am not one that truly believes that Lamar Jackson is that great of a quarterback. He's good. He has his moments. He makes some big plays. But he is also very inconsistent. And Lamar Jackson, in a tough division, as the AFC North is, as tough as the AFC is, it is going to be really tough for him to uh, overcome some of the mistakes. It's going to be really tough for Baltimore to overcome some of the mistakes that he is going to make in some of these big games because he always does make big mistakes in big games. So we'll see what happens there, but uh, I don't feel really confident in Baltimore, uh, as a playoff team, they will certainly compete for a wild card spot, spot. But I think they finish a game short. And finally, the laughingstock of the AFC North, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns uh, once again have plenty of offensive talent. Uh, they have a really strong running game, and we'll see if Deshaun Watson is any better. This year than he was last year coming off of his suspension. Uh, but with that being said, I don't really see much for Cleveland to be excited about. Not with that division that's, uh, that they're playing in. That's going to be tough for them to overcome. AFC West, I mean, what more can you really say about the Kansas City Chiefs? They're defending Super Bowl champs. Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. Their offense still stacked and loaded. And and will be for as long as Mahomes is uh, slinging the ball the way he does, and as long as Travis Kelsey can uh, continue to be a force at tight end, they also have uh, they also have really good talent at the wide receiver positions. So Kansas City once again will be a uh, tough team to overtake in the AFC West. The Los Angeles Chargers, I look at it like this for them. Was last year's playoff loss the beginning of the end of the uh, Brandon Staley era? That's a a tough question to uh, answer, especially with how talented uh, Justin Herbert is. That team can be really good. That team can compete with Kansas City. That team should have enough talent to make the playoffs. But... Do the players believe in Brandon Staley? Do they believe in their ability to uh, overcome what was a monumental collapse at the end of last season in the wild card game against the Jacksonville Jaguars? The Denver Broncos, on the other hand, have a talented quarterback in Russell Wilson who is still trying to figure things out. They have a new head coach in Sean Payton who. Is an offensive genius, but uh, does that mean that uh, the, bank, the Broncos are going to be successful this year? I'm not so uh, sold on that, especially if the line for the Broncos is as bad as they are. And with uh, Russ Wilson getting older, it will be tougher for him to uh, overcome the bad line that he has to play behind like he did in Seattle. So, it's going to be a tough year for the Broncos. Uh, They could be good enough if Russell Wilson is protected enough. They could be good enough to contend for a playoff spot, but I don't see them making the playoffs. And holding up the rear in the AFC West, the Las Vegas Raiders. They got rid of Derek Carr and replaced him with Jimmy Garoppolo. That is not really a move that's going to, you know, uh, push the needle at all. And with the Raiders, they were not a very solid team last year. The one thing you can say about Jimmy Garoppolo is he's not going to be the one that loses you games. But he's not going to be the type of guy that's going to win you games either. So you're going to get middle-of-the-road quarterback play in a league that is very quarterback heavy. And that is not going to be... a winning recipe for the Raiders, who don't really have a lot of talent outside of uh, Devontae Adams on the offensive side of the ball, and their defense is is a nightmare as well. The AFC South <clears throat> Jaguars, coming off of last year that, where they surprised the uh, Chargers in the playoffs, you know, and and gave a good fight to the Chiefs in the playoffs. This team could be good enough to uh, take the next step and potentially win a, win, uh, a couple of playoff rounds. They, they could very well uh, compete for the AFC this year. Um, they certainly are good enough to win the, uh, su- the South. So that team is going to be fun to watch this year, I think. And uh, it's going to be a team that, uh, to me, is on the rise. That's a team on the rise. Tennessee, uh, it, I again, I have them finishing second, but the concerns that I have for Tennessee is, once again, the same type of concern I had for the Raiders, the quarterback. The quarterback is, like I said, a very important position in football, especially in today's NFL. And Ryan Tannehill is not going to be the type of guy that uh, – You know, he has shown it every single year that he is not the guy that's going to carry a team far in a playoff. If they're able to get a healthy uh, Derrick Henry, if they're able to get a healthy Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is going to be what is going to push this team over the top. If he is not healthy and he struggles, kind of like uh, how he did uh, last year when he was injured for, uh, for part of the year, It could be a long season for Titans fans, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. They do have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who is a pretty solid receiver, Uh, so they did try to get some help for Tannehill, but Tannehill's got to get Hopkins the ball, and that's going to be a, a huge question of whether or not he can do that. Continuing on with the AFC South, I'm not really going to spend a lot of time on the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. The Colts and Texans both uh, have rookie quarterbacks. It's going to be a uh, year of growing pains for both of these teams. There's not a particularly uh, a heavy amount of talent on either of these two teams, and it's going to be a, uh, a rough year for those two franchises. So, uh, you know, hopefully both of these teams can continue their rebuilds and be solid next season, but this year is kind of going to be a lost season for them. Moving on to the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, as I mentioned before, it it pains me to say that they're going to be the division winners, especially because uh, they are the Giants' main rival, but I have to put my bias aside a little bit and and say that they're going to be the team that uh, wins the NFC East. Will Jalen Hurts uh, take another step forward? Does he continue to be the leader that the Eagles need him to be? Um, with the line as good as they have on offense, he will certainly be very protected. He still has some good weapons to throw the ball to, like Devontae Smith and uh, A.J. Brown. A little bit different in the running back position, but they do have some good backs that, uh, that will continue to keep them uh, solid defensively their strength is the defensive line and that hasn't changed as a matter of fact it seems like they just get better and better every year and their draft this year was pretty solid as they continue to uh, add to the championship pedigree that they have on the line by uh, drafting a few guys from the University of Georgia so I hope I hope they struggle but I just don't see it unfortunately I just don't see how they struggle Continuing on, uh, let's talk about the New York Giants. The Giants are a team that uh, I can see making some big strides this year. Not just because I'm a fan. Uh, Daniel Jones has something to prove. Still, uh, Saquon Barkley probably has the biggest chip on the shoulder uh, of anybody on the Giants. So I think uh, he's going to be coming back, and as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a force running the football for him this year. They. The front office definitely did a good job this year of bringing in some talent for Daniel Jones to throw the ball to. Most notably is going to be Darren Waller. So if, if Darren Waller can stay healthy this year, the Giants have somebody that uh, Daniel Jones can build a rapport with and actually uh, continue his progression with. Additionally, they brought in Jameson Crowder. They brought in Paris Campbell and they brought in uh, Cole Beasley to uh, play receiver to go along with Sterling Shepard and the whole host of nobodies that they had from last year's team. So they added to that talent pool. Uh, I think they did a really good job of uh, drafting John Michael Schmitz. He's going to be a pretty good uh, lineman to go along with uh, Andrew Thomas, who was playing at a all-pro level uh, last year. I think he continues to play at an all-pro level. The big question is going to be, is Evan Neal going to take the strides that he needs to make in his second year at right tackle? If he is able to do so, the Giants have a pretty formidable offensive line with uh, what could be three early-round draft picks, young early-round draft picks, that uh, they can build around. Defensively, the Giants are still going to be uh, stacked Dexter Lawrence is as advertised. Leonard Williams is as advertised. They brought in Bobby Okereke and uh, Jason Pinnock to uh, shore up some of the uh, weaker spots. Hopefully, hopefully uh, those weaker areas don't get uh, too exposed, but uh, they did add a little bit of talent to try to strengthen some of the weak spots on this roster. And third, uh, I have the Dallas Cowboys. And realistically, Dallas on paper, outside of the quarterback position, is a really good offensive roster. Their defense is pretty solid as well, uh, but the problem is their quarterback position is not very good. Dak Prescott, uh, you know, he peaked in his rookie year, and, and teams seem to have uh, figured him out more and more. And he has not really had that tr- that strong of a training camp seems like every day he's been throwing interception after interception after interception so uh that's not a good look for Dallas uh but maybe he surprises you. maybe he surprises Cowboy Nation maybe uh, who knows but uh when the games come down to uh the final couple of minutes Dak does find a way to throw a uh, game sealing interception And that could be something that can uh, hurt them in their season. Now, let's talk about the Washington Commanders. Sure, they have new ownership now. So Daniel Snyder is no longer uh, owner of the Washington Commanders. But they still don't really have an identity. They don't really have a quarterback. They do have a decent running game, I guess, offensively. And... Their defense is all right. Their defense does have uh, some talent on, on there. But I just don't see it. I don't see Washington being a team that is going to be very competitive considering the Cowboys are still a tough team. The Eagles are a good team that got better. And the Giants are a good team that got better. So they're going to have to overcome teams that have more talent than them in their own division. So it's going to be tough for them to uh, overcome that. Moving to the NFC North, uh, let's talk about the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions were a team last year that uh, had one of the worst starts you could possibly have. But they also had probably the best, if not one of the best second halves that a team could have. And I think that momentum is something that they need to have coming into the season for them. Week one is probably going to be the most important week of the year. If they have a really strong uh, start to their season on uh, week, one of the season, that could mean that they're going to be in for a very good year. If they struggle through it and barely, uh, you know, barely get by or, or lose week one, it might be a tighter race in the NFC North than anybody realizes. So, uh, if Detroit can get off to a fast start, it, the division's theirs. If they can't, division's up for grabs. Let's go to the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are uh, pretty much the same type of team that they were last year. Everything uh, centers around uh, their running game, which now they don't have Dalvin Cook. So uh, that makes it a little bit tougher for them to be very competitive. Uh, They still have Kirk Cousins, who is a stat genius. Not a bad guy to have on your fantasy team for weeks 1 through 14. But uh, down the stretch and in prime time, that is not the guy that I want to have quarterbacking my team. So uh, good luck with that one. But they do have Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is going to continue to put up statistics and uh be a force at wide receiver. So uh that'll certainly keep them competitive. They have a new defensive coordinator, but a lot of the same defensive talent which wasn't very good last year. Uh I don't see them being very good uh defensively again this year. So uh going to be a tough year for them, but we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh I just don't have a lot of high hopes. Like I said, they could very well be a wild card team uh, and be competitive, but that's about it. The Chicago Bears, on the other hand, this is a team that uh, struggled last year. They have uh, Justin Fields in his second year, so they're hoping to see some strides, and a lot of their success this year is going to depend on Justin uh Justin Fields making some strides and improving this year from last year. If he's able to do that, the Bears could very well be a uh, playoff contender. I don't see them making the playoffs this year, but uh, over the next couple of years, I could see them making that run. Now, the Green Bay Packers. Without Aaron Rodgers, a lot of the holes that uh, the Packers had over the years are going to be exposed. Aaron Rodgers made that team competitive year in and year out. This team is not going to be that competitive. They might win 5 games, they might win 6, but I don't really see them winning more than that. They're going to have mediocre co- quarterback play and that's just the way I see it. It's going to be tough it's going to be a tough year for uh, Packers fans. Moving to the south, let's uh talk about this nightmare of a division. The Falcons, I pretty much have them winning the division by default. Uh, They're not a very good team. Neither is the Panthers. Neither are the Saints. And neither are the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, uh, without Tom Brady and without Gronkowski and without uh, anybody to get the ball to their main weapons, that's going to be tough. That's going to be very tough for the Buccaneers to really do anything this year. I... Maybe five wins for them, maybe six if they're lucky. Uh, the Saints, they are uh, they brought in Derek Carr. Derek Carr can make some plays, but he can also make plenty of mistakes. I see seven wins as a high for them, but uh, more realistically, probably five or six. Panthers, look, they don't really have a lot there. It's going to be a tough year for the Panthers. Uh, Again, five, six wins. And uh, like I said, with the uh, Falcons, they don't really have much there either. I think they they have six wins. And win the division with six wins. They might get seven if they're lucky. So tough year for the NFC South, but somebody's going to have to win it. And I essentially flipped the coin and said that the Falcons are going to win. Moving to the West, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, the biggest question that they have is quarterback. But as uh, they showed last year, it didn't matter who they had playing quarterback uh, for the regular season. They have enough talent on that roster that they can win the division. And I think they win the division again pretty easily with the amount of talent that they have on defense and with the skilled players that they have surrounding the quarterback. They, they can certainly uh, win enough games to win the division. The Seahawks, they got something out of uh, Geno Smith last year that nobody else was able to get out of him. He had a heck of a year. As a matter of fact, it was a career year. Does he duplicate that? that that's really the main question that I would have if I was uh, a fan of the Seahawks. Can he duplicate the uh, career year that he had last year? If he can... The Seahawks are going to be a a tough out this year. They could very well uh, compete for a wild-card spot again. But uh, I have them just fallen short this year. I have them just fallen short of a wild-card spot. But they will be competing up until the last couple of weeks of the year. The biggest question is uh, the Los Angeles Rams. That is the biggest question. The reason I say that is, well... Is Matt Stafford uh, healthy? Is Cooper Cup healthy? If those two guys are healthy, they're going to be competitive. They're not going to necessarily do anything, I don't think. I don't see them winning the division, obviously. But I could see them pushing for a wild-card spot. They could have enough talent offensively that they uh, make a wild-card spot. But uh, that is going to be relying on those two guys in particular being healthy because those were the two key cogs to their offense over the last couple of years, especially uh, since last year, both of them were hurt. Uh, It was really tough for the Rams to do anything offensively. So their success relies on both of those guys being healthy. And if they're not healthy, it's going to be a very long season for the Rams. And the Cardinals. So the Cardinals have Kyler Murray, who certainly has enough talent. But a lot of the questions with Kyler Murray is, does he uh, dedicate enough time to the game? Does he take the game seriously? I don't know. Uh, With that being said, too, there's not a lot of talent around him. There's not a lot of of things for the Cardinals to be excited about. With J.J. Watt now retired, they lost a big... uh, Piece of their pass rush uh, presence and uh, that's going to be tough for them to replace they also <laughs> got rid of DeAndre Hopkins so who, who's uh, Kyler Murray going to throw the ball to who's gonna stop anything for the Rams defensively it's gonna be a long year for the Rams just uh, just brace yourself for it if you're an error or correction it's gonna be a long year for the Cardinals it's gonna be a long year for the Cardinals Uh, so just brace yourself for it because it's going to be uh, a tough year for them to uh, overcome some of the uh, personnel decisions that uh, they made. So now that I gave a synopsis of why I think each team is going to finish where they're going to finish, uh, let's do the playoff prediction and uh, find out who I think is representing the AFC and NFC in the Super Bowl and who I think is going to win the Super Bowl um for this season so let's start in the AFC so as I mentioned before the Bills were the number one seed the Chiefs the number two the Bengals number three number four seed were the Jaguars five the Chargers six the Steelers and seven the New York Jets so based on those seedings I have the Chiefs beating the Jets you know uh that could could the worst matchup for the Jets to possibly have because Patrick Mahomes is that good. And, uh, you know, it just would be a really tough matchup for the Jets to overcome. Uh, For the number three seed Bengals, they would face the Steelers for the third time in the season if this matchup were to hold. I just think the Bengals are a better team than the Steelers, so I think the Bengals uh, take that one. Um, and then the Jaguars beat the Chargers once again in the playoffs. So that would leave the matchups of the Bills versus the Jaguars and the Chiefs versus the Bengals. So Bills would, in my opinion, beat the Jaguars. It would be a close game, but uh, it's one of those things that I think the Bills have just a little bit more talent than the Jaguars do. So I think they would move on to the conference championship round over the Jaguars. The Chiefs and Bengals, that one's a little bit tougher cuz uh both both teams are really talented. It'll be uh, another back and forth game, but this time I think the Bengals overcome the uh the Chiefs in the playoffs, uh something that they couldn't do this past season. Um yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit uh, more in favor of the Bengals this year in terms of the uh, the win. So then that leaves the Bengals and the Bills in the AFC Conference Championship, which I have the Bengals coming into Buffalo once again and beating the Buffalo Bills and uh, representing the AFC for the Lombardi Trophy. Now let's talk about the NFC. The NFC is going to be a little bit uh, different this year. So uh, let's recap where I had the uh, NFC seeds. Number one, the 49ers. Number two, the Eagles. Number three, the Detroit Lions. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons. Number five, the Giants. Six, the Dallas Cowboys. And number seven, the Minnesota Vikings. So, with that being said, let's start with the Eagles and Vikings. Well, the Eagles have had the Vikings number year after year after year after year. This year is not going to be any different. Uh, Unfortunately for the Vikings, they are going to get uh, boat raced if they make the playoffs and have to face the Eagles. So, uh, the Eagles would move on to the uh, divisional round. For the number three seed Detroit Lions versus the number six seed Dallas Cowboys. Uh, look, the Cowboys have had struggles getting through the first round of the playoffs, whatever round it is for them that uh, that they play in that first round. I don't see it being any different this year. Uh, like I said, Dak finds a way to, to choke things away. In the big moments and having to go into Detroit, face the Lions, a team that's on the rise, uh, that, is, that would be very tough for them to overcome. So I have the Lions beating the Cowboys. And then uh, let's go to the, uh, <laughs> the final matchup of wildcard weekend, which is the New York Giants and the Atlanta Falcons. The Giants should have enough talent to not even make this a game, but somehow they will make this a game because it is the Giants. Uh, So the Giants should beat the Falcons. I think they do beat the Falcons, but I think it's going to be a close game just because I know the Giants like to uh, give me a heart attack every possible chance they can. So this wouldn't be any different. Moving on to the divisional round, the Eagles face the Detroit Lions and the Giants face the 49ers the Eagles beat the 49ers but I think or correction I think the Eagles beat the Lions but I don't think it's going to be a blowout I think it's going to be a pretty close game the Lions have enough talent to uh, keep it close and I think they do keep it close I think they have enough uh, skill in their running back positions that they can control the clock a little bit more Um, but Ultimately, it comes down to the play of Jared Goff versus the play of Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. So I think uh, Jalen Hurts does enough to get the Eagles to the NFC Championship game once again. Now with the Giants and the 49ers. Being that this game would be played in San Francisco, uh, being that the 49er defense is that talented if they are able to keep their quarterback upright, uh, the 49ers should beat the Giants at home. Um, but again, this is going to be relying on the quarterback staying healthy enough to be able to get the ball out quickly to uh, some of their more dangerous weapons like George Kittle and Debo Samuel. If they're able to do that, they should be able to handle the Giants. Um, and I think they do. I, do. I think they beat the Giants in a close game in San Francisco. Now, finally, the NFC Championship game between the Eagles and the 49ers. A rematch. I don't think the 49ers have as much bad luck this year as they had last year where they played three quarters of the game without an actual quarterback. And because they they will have their quarterback playing in this game, I think they are able to beat the Eagles this time around in a close game. I think it's going to be... uh, One of those low-scoring, just slugfests that I think the 49ers get the upper hand on this time around. So that leaves a Super Bowl matchup of the Bengals versus the 49ers, and I think the Cincinnati Bengals have enough talent on their team to be able to surprise the 49ers and win their first Super Bowl in franchise history. So now that you got my predictions on how the NFL season is going to go, uh, I want to hear from you. Who do you guys think is going to be uh, representing the AFC and NFC in the Super Bowl? And who do you guys think is going to win the Super Bowl? Anyway, I hope uh, all of you have a great rest of your day and enjoy uh, what is left of your weekend. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you guys some more uh, as I get more time to uh, more of these podcasts out.